cool safe chicks it's your girl day i'm denisa this is lauren and i'm ayana and you're tuned into saved girl secrets hey y'all hey Hi. You know, our listeners can't tell that we're recording virtually, but we are, but we can see each other. And you know what this reminds me of? You know the little squares from, um, what's the name of that show? Square. No. Oh, the oh, original one. Show. You said my Brady Bunch? Yes. I don't even want to be like. I the same. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this, then go watch this on YouTube so that you can see what we talk about. <laughs> Because it is hilarious. That just came up for me. But anyways, um, today's show. Oh, my God. Not <laughs> I'm distracted. Um, today's <laughs> show is called Not Right Now, Jesus. And this topic, which technically came from Lauren, is speaking to my whole entire life. So we decided to do today's show about it. Um, so I guess I'll kick it off with my story. And then I have agreed that everybody else has to tell their story, too. So while I tell mine, y'all can figure y'all's out if y'all don't remember them right now. <laughs> deal? Deal. I'll take no your deal. <laughs> I'll take your silence as you're in agreement. Um, so I don't know. Lately, I just it, it's been like an ebb and a flow. Like, I feel like there are like weeks where I'm just like on fire for God. And I'm like, yeah, God, let's do the thing. You told me to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I get to a point where it feels like doing the things that God told me to do are bringing, I guess, battles or trials that are probably maturing me in areas for whatever my next level is. But they cause me to want to be like, I don't want to do this no more, God. Like. I just want to break. I just want to like move to Bali because I heard it's tax free if you move over there and just live there for like a good six months. Like that's where I'm at. I'm like, not, not right now, Jesus. I honestly, if I'm being transparent, because that's what this platform is for, even like in the social media space, like I feel like God will tell me to be like, okay, you know, this is a word for today. You know, you can share this. Da, 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 da. And lately I've just been like, no. No, I don't want to share nothing because I'm I, I'm not even feeling encouragery right now. Like hmm. it's that's not a word, but I get it though. I get y'all it. knew what I meant. It's like yeah. I'm encouraging you, and I don't feel like being an encourager at this moment. And I just wanted to know, like, and maybe there's listeners out there who feel the same way, where you just fall into this kind of groove where it's like not right now Jesus I know that I'm called to do so much more I know that there are specific things that you want me to do but not right now right now I just want to binge watch Netflix and you know be unresponsible is can I just get a moment I think that there are Christian women who have fallen into that space so today's show is about that now where this gonna end up if we gonna give you some tools and stuff at the end I'm sure I'm sure we are but it may come from the other three of us because I don't know that I have any in this moment. Two. So. <laughs> right. I guess one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So go ahead, Ayana. Give us one. Give us some. Give us some words. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I can definitely, definitely relate to. I guess your thoughts right now. I can't say that I'm currently in that space today, but the last seven months, I feel like, of this year has been interesting. 
And um, I love it when Ayana does that because if you've been listening to our podcast, Ayana is is known for being like, this past such and such was interesting. <laughs> but for real, like I feel like the more you're walking in what you're supposed to be walking into, the harder it gets. Um, mm. I know that I'm supposed to be where I'm supposed to be right now in my life. I know I'm doing certain things that I'm supposed to be doing, but it has been hard. It has been attacks where you would think like, what, where'd that come from? And it's like, you know how, I think it was a few episodes before we were talking about, um, and Lauren says this often, like if the enemy is testing you in a certain area, it's like you're supposed to, you know, accomplish that test or whatnot. And I remember that particular episode and I was like, well, this test that I'm going through right now, I don't even feel like I'm supposed to be passing that. like, cause I wasn't even, I ain't had no issue with it. Like mm. we didn't have no issue. So I'm like, why am I being tested in this area? So, but yeah, I feel you. And I've definitely had moments over the past seven months where it's like, Lord, I, I'm tired. Like I've, I've yeah. said, I'm tired so many times to Sylvester. Um, like I am just tired. It's just, I don't, I don't feel like saying that. I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like, you know, and then it's like, you know, people and coming to you for advice. I don't know. I'm tired. Like I yeah. I, you need to give me a word, you know? And it's like, you know, the word I know, right. the word. I know what I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to say. I know, yes, have my daily consistent relationship with God, but I don't feel like talking to you right now because I'm talking and I'm not seeing what I want, like what I feel like should be going on. And it, it just feels like hell. Mm. So I get it. I, I definitely get it. Um, and it's funny. I feel like this is the first time I've really talked about that publicly or even said anything to anybody outside of my family. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. I, I find it so funny because when I, when I, I think when I initially wrote, like, not right now, Jesus, I thought of my certain, like, my situation was a little bit different. Like, in a way, um, like, you're about to do something you don't need to be doing. And, like, almost like Jesus just tapped you on your shoulder. And you kind of like, not, not right now, Jesus, like, not right like, now. Like, let me do this. Let me just do this. Yeah, right let, me, let me, let me, right. Let me do this. You know, almost like it, it made me think of like the, uh, the show Fresh Prince when like Will Smith was telling Ashley, like when somebody come at her, she got to be like, back up, back up. Back up. She told her, that. Like, mind your business, mind <laughs> your business. <laughs> That's what I'm like telling Jesus, like, mind your business, like, mind your business. And he's oh, like, I'm really goodness. trying to help you out. So for me, when I think of like, not right now, Jesus, that's what I think of. And so for me, that's why it's a little bit hard to kind of reflect back on a situation because I guess to Jesus's point, it really wasn't that big because I can't even think of what really what happened to make me say right. Not right now. I'm like, what was you trying to do, Lauren? I always be trying to do something. <laughs> 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 what were you trying to do? For me. It's the honesty for me. <laughs> yeah, I always be up to something. I do. But um, I can't even think what it was. So that's why for me, it's a little bit difficult. But I've definitely been in the places where you and Ayana was speaking of where it's like, God is giving you vivid instructions. Mm. You just be like, um, see, this doesn't look like what I had in mind. <laughs> 
or it don't feel like it don't feel like what it, it don't feel like. like when I'm doing what you told me to do. Right. It's yeah, giving I mean, Zoe is like, I did what you asked to do. Where's my treat? <laughs> because yeah. what's happening? But go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, no, no. You're fine. I was I was just going to say that um, I know like in my places of being in that that place, like in complete mm-hmm. transparency, like the thing I'm going through now, it's like anxiety and um, just uncertainty about what that looks like for me that oftentimes keeps me in a, uh, just in the same place, <laughs> be honest, like no progression, mm-hmm. no movement is because like, I guess I'm really all in my head and I'm a very analytical person where I'm overthinking things and trying to think of strategies. And honestly, I sometimes try and think of things like in a way where I can not do the thing he told me, but kind of do the thing he told me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. You you know how like it's it's I like of, disobedience. It is partial obedience. Partial obedience. It's disobedience. It's disobedience. It's it's almost like I think you said it, Sade, where it's like, God, I don't know about that, but I'll do this. <laughs> like, look, I'll do this, but I don't know about that, you know. And um, I was literally telling someone today. You know, when I look and I look at the blessings that God is like brought into my life, especially like in this new season, it's really like God is preparing the path for me so that that anxiety or that fear or uncertainty won't be there. Um, and then, too, I think about the fact that like the story in the Bible where Jesus was with the disciples and like he saw a, a branch or something and it wasn't producing fruit. And so he cursed it. Yeah, that oftentimes thinking might like be in the back of my head because like I realized Jesus cursed it because it wasn't producing in the way that he created it to produce. And, you know, when God created the world, he created for things to produce. And so for me, I was like, God, I know it's not your intention for me to be, you know, in a place in the same place in life. Like that's not even how you move. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm kind of robbing myself from what is on the other side of fear or what is on the other side of uncertainty or even on the other side of disobedience. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was really a story, but that's what I'm going to give the people today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like listening before we even press record. I was like, Oh, we can talk about it. Like, I can't, I don't think I can relate in, like literally story by story by story, I feel like God is like, you can relate. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang> that collar. <laughs> right. Like, cause when I, when I literally think about it, like, especially what hit home is when Ayana broke it down and basically the whole year, I literally have been like, not right now, Jesus. Obviously I was supposed to launch a workbook and I did not because I didn't feel like it was where I would want it to be or I have and I have yet to there are two things I still need to do so there's thing is, in this video it's like you're reaching for it is it right there uh it could it could be you know it could be but I want what I want to say is that like um the danger in getting comfortable in that space of like not right now Jesus because clearly I'm there so I'm not going to give no long drawn out story about I've been here for a while actually Ooh. I and appreciate your I honesty. Was in 
I was in denial. And it took this episode and this moment for God to like reveal and give me a revelation. Um, but literally, as y'all were talking, I'm like, man, I feel like there's this one test I'm never going to pass. And obviously, I'm going to pass it. But something he literally just shared as I was listening to you all is like, so for me in the career space, I typically will stay in a position for a year, a year and a half, and I get promoted. Or I, that's just what it is. I'm very fortunate, and it is very, you know, there's favor on that. But God had to show me, like, if when you get into these new positions and you're overwhelmed with what you don't know and how you feel and you don't think you're as good as such and such, but I've promoted you every other year. Mm. So if you're able to do that for a company, what makes me think this is just what I got just now? Like, why would he not bless me and equip me with everything I need to do for him? There's mm. no reason, like, there's no way that he can allow me to favor after favor after favor. I, I mean, there's just, I can't even explain that. And for me to go so hard about my work and doing my job and making sure that I, I am the person that you can come to and I can help you and coach you and get you there. But spiritually with what he's told me to do, there's something that's not clicking. It's, there's doubt. Like that doesn't even make sense, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm talking to y'all, but I'm really talking to myself because this literally is just all in here right now. But it's like, there are 52 weeks in a year. So what if by week two or three, you're not getting, you're not going to have it. Like Denise is not going to be right. Yeah. Especially when you're not taking the time to cultivate those gifts as you were talking about Lauren producing the fruit and doing those things. If every time you start and stop, you ain't never, it's never gonna be, it's never gonna get to what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. So really, this is just I feel like God is just telling me to yeah. I ain't got no tools for y'all because I'm working this and walking this out on my own right now. But yeah, this is I wasn't expecting this today. <laughs> um, one of the things that's definitely kept me in a, a of course. It's not like a, oh my gosh, but um, one of the things that the thing that has kept me in a certain place, especially, I want to say, I feel like I've been good for the past maybe two months or so, like consistently, like, okay, okay, Lord, but I've still had like moments. Like, I, I feel like I remember even last week just having like a small, I feel like my moments instead of days or maybe months have been like, okay, I had like a, an hour or like, just like a quick moment of what the freak, like, you know, just feeling some type of way. And, um, I know I've had to on purposely keep myself in the word. (laughs) Uh, so if it's even just putting on a message or being, um, intentional about like with our church you know our pastor does the morning devotions it's some mornings where I'm like I don't want to log on I don't want to listen but it's like log on and those are especially the mornings where I'm like you all up in my business right now (laughs) you know and it was you know it was on purpose so I know for me just honestly you have to be intentional, like, especially when you're in those moments is being intentional and just saying, okay, you know, no matter what, I'm going to log on, I'm going to put this uh, message on, I'm gonna, you know, do all of these things that I need to do. Like, another thing, our church had a conference last week, and it was like, okay, I got to be in the building. Like, you know, one day it was the whole family was there, like for the morning session. And it was like, 
I kind of almost talked myself out of it because I was like, I don't want to go to church with these girls. <laughs> they don't have children's ministry in the morning, that all these things. But I was like, no, I got to be there and being there and just, you know, it just so just me being intentional because I think that day, maybe that day or that morning, I had like one of those moments where I was like, it's a lot. You know, so just really being intentional and just making sure that I'm just constantly just pumping the word into my heart and my spirit. That's what's been keeping me basically sane. So, yeah. I love I was, that you said. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Lauren. I was going to say before you go, Lauren, one of the things that. I'm realizing and y'all seeing what y'all are saying is like, even when Lauren was like, oh, you know, when I first wrote this, I was thinking about like, oh, if I'm going over here and doing something that God don't want me to do. And I'm like, Lord, give me a minute. <laughs> and then the other side of that one is like, God is like, I need you to do this. And you're like, oh, no, nah, God, give me a minute. Mm-hmm. That to, in God's eyes, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like we look at, you know, saying or doing something, you know contrary to what we should be doing Mm -hmm. as like this worst thing but sitting still when God is telling you to move is just as bad as some type of movement that God is telling you not to do Mm -hmm. at the same time like it's literally the same thing like just because you're not out here you know doing whatever it is that you would say Christian women shouldn't be doing if you aren't adhering to the call of God on your life it's the same thing Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what I'm hearing you guys say that when we are running away from doing what God is asking us to do in the moment that, you know, it's still disobedience and that he's still not pleased with that. So, but yeah, what were you about to say, Lauren? No, I'm, I, you kind of in the same vein, because like speaking of running away, like God kind of revealed to me, like anytime we're in those positions where, like you said, we're not doing what um, God has instructed us to do. I can only speak personally like what that looked like for me and I love the that Ayana mentioned the fact that you get into your word because um being transparent for me is the opposite right I don't get in my word because I'd be like frustrated and some parts of me are trying to figure it out um like I said some parts of me are over analytical so it's like trying to think about strategies and like and some parts of me are overwhelmed I'm going to be honest. Um, and so like God revealed to me, um, and I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but God asked me the question one day of like, what does trust mean? Like, what does that mean to you? And so I couldn't really like give like a Webster, like a Webster definition of it, but I was just like, okay, God, so this is what I think trust is, right? So it's almost like if I leave my purse out in front of somebody, I know they ain't going to ever go in my purse. Like I trust them. Like if I if I say I trust them, I know they're going to respect, you know, what's mine and they're not going to go through my bag. Or if they do go through my bag, they're going to ask, you know, before they do it. And so then God asked me, he was like, OK, so how did you get to that place where you could trust someone where they won't go into your bag? And then I balled it all the way down to relationships. And so then God said to me, he was like, well, if you say that you trust me, why do you run away from relationship when it's time to trust me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, <clears throat> I can't answer that. 
But <laughs> I love the fact that Ayana mentions that she draws closer to God in those instances where she's like, not right now, Jesus, because for me, it took like literally God just kind of having that dialogue with me for me to get inside into relationship is what builds trust. Yep. And if you're not cultivating the relationship, like relationship is a constant theme. You know, it's not a thing of like we we all call each other friends, you know, but if one day I decide to never pick up the phone and talk to you all again, there's no longer relationship there. And mm-hmm. are we really friends, you know? Nope. And so for me, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so for me, it's the same thing with our relationship with God, right? If we're saying that we we have a relationship with God and we're saying that we trust him concerning all things, then we have to pick up that phone and we have to call. We have to pick up that that the phone and have some level of communication. We got to communicate with them, <clears throat> you know, and we can't lean like, you know, the words say you can't lean onto your own understanding. You really can't. You can't think that you got all the answers and that you can solve this thing out yourself because, because sometimes I heard this one time from this minister at Potter's house, she said, sometimes, you know, God waits for the thing to die. Like she was speaking in relationship to like Lazarus. And she was like, you know, why did God have Lazarus die? And she said, sometimes God waits for the thing to die. He waits for the thing to, to literally desire his need so that he can show off his glory. And my thing is, I like that though. Sometimes I'm like, you none of us do. <laughs> who likes any? Who's been a little earlier, Jesus? <laughs> right, like who? who right? likes anything to die, but right. it, it's it's like, but we say that in one breath, but in the se- in the second breath, it's like when you see the hand of God's glory, yeah. whatever situation that was once a dead place. It, I know for me personally, I stand in awe each and every time, mm-hmm. and never, never once have. The dead thing that has resurrected into something new ever looked, you know, alike, which shows me that your resurrection power has dimensions to it. Like mm-hmm. it's not even, you know, there's not even a formula for it. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say that, like, I appreciate what Ayana said, because for me, it's like I literally had to get to a place where I realized, like, God, it's the relationship really is the foundation for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the fact that I'm going through what I'm going through is the fact that I, when I say I trust you, I say that I have a relationship with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can, uh, I can definitely understand your, especially take inside of it when you said like, you can be very analytical about things because that, that is me, but that is the main, and that's the main reason why I push myself. Like, don't even get in your brain like that. Just trust God. You know, like, so I'm literally talking to myself instead of, because I will sit there and break down a whole thing and try to figure it out, you know, but instead of that, it's like, no, shut up. Just trust God. <laughs> just just go listen to this message. Go read this word. Go do, do this. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. So that's why I am especially intentional about like getting in my word and just like putting it before my eyes and and my ears, everything instead of getting in my brain. Because when I get in my brain, then it's a whole different story and we don't need it. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's so amazing how people are so different. Right. Like I look at you and Lauren and y'all are super analytical and y'all like want to like plan everything out and it's like okay god i need to have the plan and i need to do this and, da, 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 da. and i feel like 
you know, people are so different. Like I'm so contrary on the other end of the spectrum where usually it's like, God gives me a word and I'm like diving off the cliff. Like he just said jump. I don't know what's happening or where the parachute at, but I'm out here and I'm not analytical, but I think that sometimes I get into this space where I have the trust, but I am lacking the almost, I guess, patience and persistence that I know is needed after I jump. It's like, God, I ain't worried about you. I trust you. It's what's coming with what you're asking me to do that Mm. I'm not here for. And it's like, you know, I've been in the situations where you've asked me to do this, you asked me to do that, and I did it. And, you know, yeah, you know, in our private time, you were pleased. But on the back end, it's just like, I'm still dealing with the earthly things that are... I don't even know what word to use. That's not a curse word because we are a Christian women's podcast. You but the first word of the letter, you know, the yeah, the first letter of the word. BS. <laughs> like the people portion sometimes is so overwhelming. It's just like, God, I know you call me to whatever, but the the collateral that comes with it I'm not willing to deal with right now so it's like I trust you but I don't want to deal with that but to Lauren's point and your point Ayana when you talk about like going and sitting in the word and you know getting into God's presence and doing all of those things I feel like um and I think Lauren mentioned this too I'm the type that when I'm in a not right now Jesus mood I am the type to kind of like shy away from those things. But I also realized that God is a God who will pursue you. And that goes back to the relationship that Lauren was talking about. Relationships are not one-sided. It's not you just showing up in God's presence. It's God persistently saying, well, if you go run for me, <laughs> I'm going to chase you down. And, you know, I literally ended up at dinner with someone who is not even a believer, really, And this person was literally like telling me all of these things that I know I had heard God say to me. And in my mind, I'm just like, now, how are you saying things that God said? You don't even really talk to God like that. This must be God. And I I guess I'm saying this for our listeners who are similar to me, where when you're like in a knot right now, Jesus, and you just don't want to deal with what God is telling you to do, you kind of run away and shy away from it that God will pursue you, that yes, you definitely need to get in your word. You definitely need to put on the messages. You definitely need to put on, you know, some worship music and get into the presence of God. But also that when you have a call on your life, like when there is something that God really wants you to do, he will not leave you alone about it. It's like, even looking at Denisa, no matter how long she goes without putting out this body of work, God not going to leave her alone about it. It's going to be on her heart and on her mind on a regular basis because it's a seed that was sown in her that is growing and that harvest has to come out at some point. And so I definitely want to encourage our listeners that if you are in that space, God is not going to leave you alone about whatever that thing is. And I think in listening to y'all, it all also helps me to realize that whatever is on the other side of it, that I am apprehensive about pales in comparison to what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think that's what like honestly helps you hold on. Cause it's like, you know, that the other side of this is going to be so amazing. 
Yeah. But it's like, like I said earlier, I'm tired. <laughs> so, but it's And like, I feel like it's a lot of people like that. I feel like there are a lot of people who are in a space where it's like, I am exhausted. Like, I think lately, like mentally, physically, emotionally, like I've just been like exhausted. Like, it feels like I've poured out and done a lot, you know, professionally, personally, you know, my health stuff, just everything. And it's kind of like, I just want a moment, but I feel like we're also in a dispensation where God is really revealing, like something is about to happen in the earth. Yeah. And (laughs) it's almost like the enemy is trying to like wear us out, almost like make us exhausted so that we don't have any energy left to do what he wants us to do. And so there's also that in my mind, too, where it's like, hey, you're not going to beat me. OK, I ain't going to be out here losing to somebody who already lost. Exactly. So, yeah. What you about to say, Denise? Because these spaces. Just yes and amen. Literally. <laughs> that is hilarious. Literally. I love the fact that you had mentioned like exhaustion. Because I know we I definitely know we've had this conversation before, but like. As you were saying that, I was like, I struggle sometimes with saying I'm exhausted. Like, I struggle sometimes with giving my myself the right to be exhausted, mm. you mm. know? Like, sometimes I, I, you know, I tell myself, I'm like, first, I don't know, it's like a, a head game where I say, you don't really have a right to be exhausted. Like, you got to keep going. And... I don't know. I know, like we say, the 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 saying about us being, you know, African-American women and there's definitely like strong black woman syndrome. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I don't even I don't know how to be soft. I don't I don't I don't know what that looks like for me sometimes. And, you know, it's kind of dangerous because some women are very comfortable in exhaustion because Mm. it's familiar, you know. And so when you were saying that, I was just like, girl, you be exhausted, but you don't be, you don't be calling, calling it out like that because I don't, I just be like, I got (laughs) to, it's like the energizer bunny, you know, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. But but I think you do have to give yourself permission to rest. You do. You do. You do. But it's like, I don't know for me. And I think we've talked about this before. And I think Sharda, you've definitely spoken to me about it before because you kind of you share with me some of like your personal like experiences, especially in a workplace. And you were saying how, you know, there was one point you just felt like you had to kind of just keep doing Working. what you had. to. Yeah. And it's for me, it's, it's very similar to that. Like, I, I feel like if I'm not doing something with be candid, if I'm not doing something with my job, then there's something else or someone else that I love that's pulling, you know, of me. And it's like, and if I tell them no, then it's like, oh, girl, like you just told me no. But um, I, I, I was going to say, um, honestly, that is the unfortunate burden of being a single woman. And I say that because, you know, with me going through all these different stages of life, I've been there. When I was single, it was no, you were expected to do every any and everything, especially at the time in a church setting. Um, and the particular ministry that I was volunteering with, I told you guys about this before, that it felt like, you know, it was a lot of single people. And it was like, oh, y'all ain't got nothing else to do. So when you're not working or you're not doing anything else, you need to come do this. You need to come help us. You need to do this, this, this. 
And, um, and I feel like a lot of single people get drilled into that. So it's like a mental thing in your mind that, oh, well, I have all this free time and space, then I have to help somebody. And I don't know where the revelation and whatever came from, but one day I was just like, I'm not doing this no more. Cause I'm like, I am burning myself out and I, I need rest. Like I literally need rest. I remember, you know, cause I've all my life, I've been an entrepreneur. And I remember, you know, especially like in the salon industry, you work five days a week or you work six days a week. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, how am I working six days a week? And then I'm volunteering at church and I'm supposed to have a social life and blah, blah, blah. And I remember I switched my schedule. Like, I think I started at five days and I went down to four. And ultimately, before I retired, I went down to three days a week working because I was like, I value my time. And I value the different things that God has given me the opportunity to do. My life is does not just consist of working and, you know, church, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other things that God is calling me to do outside of church, outside of um, uh, work, outside of my family. Um, so I had to make me a priority, even now being married, even now being a mother, me is the top priority, no matter what, like, cause if I'm burnt out, I'm not going to be able to operate the way I can operate for anybody else. And yeah. I think it's very selfish for other people to expect you to pour out when you're already almost empty, you know? So I know for me personally, I, I, I don't play with that. Um, because it, First of all, it puts a lot of stress on you as a person. And, you know, it's, I just, I just don't like it. Cause I'm like, you know, how could you, and I, I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but how can people be so selfish? You know, it's like, I understand that you need your things, your needs met, but what about me? You know, what, what am I going to do when I'm burnt out and I am exhausted and I, there's, I don't have anything else. Are you going to be there for me? Are you going to fill me up? Are you going to help me stand up? You know, and when I realized that there were certain things, situations and people in my life that was not going to do that, I was like, okay, well, I got to take my power back, reclaim my time because it's like, that's not fair. You know, so I don't know. I'm very sensitive when it comes to that. I feel like as women, especially black women, us first, because I can't pour the empty cup. Like it's me first no matter what. So, yeah, I was going to say to Lauren's point, when she brought up kind of me and her having that conversation for me, I think it was more so not as much people pulling on me, but more so me tying my identity into my work. Mm. And it felt like if I wasn't working, if I wasn't reaching like my career goals, if I wasn't doing the things that I felt like I was supposed to do by certain, you know, periods of time in my life, then I wasn't good enough Mm. that if, you know, the work wasn't good, then I wasn't good. If, you know, the tour or the conference or the event or whatever it was, if it didn't go excellent, then I wasn't excellent. And I think I got to a point where I really had to detach what I did from who I was. And if I had not done that, I would have lost my mind. And it's like, Ayana, as you're talking, 
And like, I'm thinking through it. It's, I know that the episode is called Not Right Now, Jesus, but I feel like we're getting somewhere. I feel like we're getting somewhere because the revelation that I just had was a lot of times we don't have the energy to do the things that God is calling us to do because we are putting the energy into something, someone, some thought, some imagination from the enemy somewhere else. That's what we, we really need to be like... And then Not we right like, now, right now. That, so listen, it's all distractions. So that's what causes us to be like, not right now, Jesus. But if we focus on what God told us to do and focus on the inward working out, then there's the grace for that. There's right. a grace for doing what God called you to do. And I feel like if we say not right now, distractions, not right now, thought that didn't come from God, not right now, Satan, that we would be in a much better place. Yep. I got my resolution. I feel better. <laughs> same. Same. Because as Ayana was talking, literally what I got was like, I literally, when she said I have to prioritize me, like it's opposite. Like I'm always prioritized, obviously, because I am single. And if I want to do something, I'm not going to do it. But it is such in a way where it's like, okay, but what did God tell you to do? Like you're in, you program yourself to put you first so much that you are not considering as, as much as you should, you haven't prioritized the calling that's on your life. You haven't prioritized the gifts that are put inside of you. Right. And you possibly feed other people. Randomly, you do little things to make yourself feel good. Like, Lord, yep, see, I am spirit feeding. But it's not what he told me to do. It's not how he told me to do it. So it's still right. what I'm called to do. So same. That's mine. Is prioritize what he told you to do. Yeah. <laughs> And for me, it's realizing that if I'm frustrated because when I'm I'm doing what he told me to do, there are things and situations that frustrate me that in that there's evidence that I'm not casting my care onto him. Because if God called you to be somewhere or to do something and it is, you know, causing undue whatever, then if you're supposed to be there, that's something God's going to take care of. Like if God is calling you to release this book and this program and these courses and all of these things. And there's a bunch of issues running around with you releasing it. Then God's responsible for taking care of those issues, not you, because he's the one who called you to do it. So it's like, even in those moments where we get frustrated, it's like, God, I know you, I know you called me to do this thing, but where the money for it? And where did, where the team to help me? And where did this and where did that? It's like, God will take care of those things. You know what I mean? So, Yeah. Yep. Lauren, do you have anything anything to add? No, I just think I don't I don't think it's a coincidence. I said no, but then I start, I started talking. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that the distractions are always attractive. Mm. You know, because as you all were talking, I was just like, not always. They're not always. I never take that back. They're not always attractive because, like, sometimes it is. Like like uh, Denise was saying and Ayana was saying, you know, being a single woman, sometimes it is people pulling on you. Um, but the attractiveness uh, concerning that is that you don't want to make individuals upset. Right. Or you don't want to make them feel like you don't care. Or you're um, just a natural helper. So it's out of your heart, not realizing that it's also pulling you away from what God is telling you to do or what you're supposed to be doing at that time. Yeah. Right. Oh, so true. So true. Right. It's just a tough cookie. Tough cookie. So (laughs) (laughs) it's just tough. I was turning over there. I was like, what's she thinking about? 
Yeah, just trying to figure it out. It's it's like a daily thing that you just kind of have to, you know, you have to, like you all said, prioritize. And I, I as you, Ayana said, my she saw my wheels ticking. And really, I was just trying to think, I was thinking of a way of I, that I could do better at it. And I'm trying now, and I don't know how successful it's been, but I'm trying now to give myself like goals for the week so that I know at least throughout the week I've prioritized the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, not going to say I've accomplished all of them, but at least it's written down. So that's a good start because yeah. the Bible says to write the vision. Yep. Make and, a plan. Uh, right. Cause I'm like Mary Jane, Mary Jane. Was that Mary Jane? That the, the BT show. Yes. Yeah. So I got yeah. my little stickies here and yeah. I just get the sticking stuff, you know, all around me. And, um, I got a lot of stickers around here. So, you know, just trying to figure it out. But it's 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 tough. Amen. All right. Well, I hope there was time to say to help y'all because I feel helped. Me myself, I truly do. Yeah. And if you don't, there's a bunch of other episodes. So baby, go back and catch you one. There's something for everyone. Okay. I feel like this episode got all of us sitting here thinking. I could just see it on everybody's <laughs> face. Like I know I'm You're welcome. Like, um, if you are not already following us on our social media platforms, be, be sure to do so at Save Girl Secrets on Facebook and Instagram at Save Girl Secret No S on Twitter. If you want to talk more about this topic, you can definitely send us a secret letter to SaveGirlSecrets at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate that. As always, we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace, guys.